Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. A reset of the prophetic movement is upon us. The second wave of prophets is rising in this hour. We stand at the edge of a new era in the prophetic. We're gathering the international prophetic community at the Global Prophetic Center, a hub for prophetic training, prophetic labs, summits, networks, and lighthouses. It's time for prophets to go deeper. It's time for seers to soar. It's time for prophetic voices to rise up and decree what says the Spirit of God with accuracy that causes the world to pay attention. The Global Prophetic Center offers proven prophetic systems and structures to equip you to walk worthy of your calling and to prophesy with precision, boldness, diplomacy, and wisdom. Get hands-on training and mentoring in a safe environment that breeds true prophetic community and learning. Receive impartation and activation. Sharpen your gift and avoid prophetic pitfalls. Get commissioned. Get networked. Get sent out with the word of the Lord in your mouth and the confidence to release it. Begin your journey today by applying at globalpropheticcenter.com. Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement, AHOP Strong. This is Mornings with the Holy Spirit, pressing into the power and presence of God. Every morning for this next hour, you can find me right here. I'm so honored that you would join me. Listen, if you're in South Florida, join me on Sunday. Let me pray, preach, prophesy in real life. This is kind of real life. But in person, come on over to Awakening House of Prayer in Fort Lauderdale, 1047 a.m. and 1.30 p.m. every Sunday. I'm there ministering to you all day long, and you're going to be engaging and entering into a life transformation process. Give me a year of your life and watch what the Holy Spirit does through the teaching and the prophetic worship and the laying on of hands and the deliverance ministry and the prophecy rooms and the healing, come on over to Awakening House of Prayer. You can watch the first service online at ahop.online, A-H-O-P dot online. Our second service is School of the Spirit at Ahop. That means you want to watch that remotely. If you're not in the city, you've got to go register. If you're in the city, come on over and just sit in the second service. If you're not in the city, you've got to register schoolofthespirit.tv. Right now, we are about to launch Activating the Nine Gifts of the Spirit. You can use your special discount code for anything you find over there. The discount code is MORNINGS. Listen, if you forget to use the code when you register, you'll have to use it another time. There's no going backwards. Amen? Jesus doesn't go back. He goes forward. So please remember to use that code. Amen? The first time. It's easy. It's just MORNINGS. Good morning to all my Awakening Prayer Hub leaders, all of my Ignite Network members. God bless you. Today we're reading from Victory Decrees, Daily Prophetic Strategies for Spiritual Warfare Victory. And today's devotion is titled, listen, Be Slower to Speak. Be Slower to Speak. And here's what I heard the Lord say. Be slow to speak. Be slower 
to speak. Many times I watch you open your mouth wide to express what you do not like. Don't complain about what you don't like, says the Lord. Complaining is like a snare of the enemy. He snares you with the words of your mouth. If you can't praise me, if you can't thank me, if you can't release words of life, then keep your mouth tightly shut up until you can. My, 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 my. Ask me to set a guard over your mouth and I will help you overcome the temptation to complain if you ask me. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Scripture references for today, James 1, 9, Philippians 2, 14, and Psalm 141, verse 3. Now, the prayer starter and the decree, Father, cause me to bite my tongue when I start to speak out of turn. Give me a red light in my spirit when I need to keep my mouth shut or stop talking, and I will obey you. I decree no corrupt communication in agreement with the enemy of my soul shall escape my lips. I declare my words bring life and light to those who hear them. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Father, we thank you this morning for your goodness, for your glory that's manifested in our lives. You translated us out of the kingdom of darkness. It was a kingdom of doom and gloom. We were citizens of that realm. Enemies in our mind, according to Colossians. Slaves to sin, according to Romans. Father, we are so grateful that you rescued us out of that kingdom. You paid the ransom for us with your blood. We're so grateful that you paid the price. We're so grateful that you deemed us worthy of redemption, that you saw us worthy of justification. We thank you, Lord, that you didn't condemn us when we didn't know you. You didn't come into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world. And you started with us. We thank you, Lord, that you wooed us by your spirit to your heart where we could receive that measure of faith so that we could believe the word by which we're saved. We thank you, Lord, that you rescued us out of that kingdom of darkness. Come on. It was a doom and gloom kingdom. We were citizens of a kingdom of death. We were citizens of a kingdom that ends up in hell for eternity thrown into the lake of fire forever and ever and ever. You delivered us from that kingdom, from a demonic kingdom, a kingdom of pain, a kingdom of suffering. Father, we're so grateful that you delivered us. You rescued us from that kingdom. You paid the price, that kingdom of sorrow, that kingdom of death, that kingdom of depression. You delivered us from that. You brought us out of that. You rescued us from that. And we're not going back to that kingdom of hopelessness. We're not going back to that kingdom of stress. We're not going back to that kingdom of sickness. Come on. We're not going back to that kingdom of infirmity. We're not going back to that kingdom of addiction. The kingdom where all dark things dwell. You delivered us. You rescued us from that kingdom. You translated us into the kingdom of life, the kingdom of light, the kingdom of your dear son, the kingdom of God. 
That is where our citizenship lies. We thank you, Lord, that we carry a passport that reads kingdom. No matter what nation we live in, no matter where we were born, we live in a nation called kingdom, a kingdom nation, a holy nation. A royal priesthood is who we are. And we thank you. We choose this day to walk in the kingdom of your dear son. (laughs) We choose today to walk in the kingdom that you established, that you created. It's a kingdom of light. We choose to walk in the light. We choose to allow you to shine your light on our souls, on our circumstances. We ask you, God, do it, do it. Shine your light so we can see how things really are. The enemy wants to play with our minds. The enemy wants to trap us in our own thoughts. The enemy wants to play us against ourselves. He accuses us to ourselves day and night. Father, shine your light on our lives. Shine your light on our minds. Help us to see where our thoughts have become toxic and deadly working against the very promises that you made to us. The yes and amen promises become no, not yet, maybe never because of the toxicity of our souls. That's why you told us, you told us, you told us to renew our minds. Be ye not transformed to this world. Be be ye not conformed to this world rather, but be transformed by the total renewal of your mind. God, shine your light on our mind. Shine your light. We live in a kingdom of light. Come on. We live in a kingdom of light. And when we walk in your light, we will see the truth. We will see the love. We will see the joy. We will see the peace. We will see those things that are available to us. Help us, Lord, to stop acting like citizens of the kingdom of darkness. Dark thoughts, dark words, dark meditations of our heart. Let the, the, the thoughts of our mind, the words of our mouth, the meditations of our heart be pleasing to you, O God. Help us, Lord, to think on things that are pure and lovely, of a good report, holy. Help us, Lord, shine a light on our minds. Shine a light on our emotions. They're wacky. They're unstable. They're circumstantial. We're happy when it's going right and we're stressed when it's going wrong. God, help us, Lord, to be, to, to remain steady, to be faithful, to stand on your word. Shine your light. Shine your light. Shine your light. Darkness has to flee when you shine your light. Jesus, you are the way, the truth, and the life. You are the light of the world. And we're so grateful that you have translated us out of that kingdom of life in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye, we were born again, just that fast. We were headed to hell. We were doomed for darkness. And in that moment, we believed you. We believed that you were the son of God who took away our sins. We believed that you hung on a cross to pay the price for sins you never committed, never thought of committing. We thank you, Lord, that you rose again on the third day. (laughs) Resurrection power raised you up. And that same resurrection power that raised Christ from the dead dwells in us. (laughs) We're thankful, Lord, 
We're thankful, Lord, that you translated us out of that kingdom of death into a kingdom of life. You gave us your very own life, the Zoe life of God. You gave us your own DNA. Spiritually speaking, we are healed and whole and delivered. So, Father, help us, Lord, to walk in that experience, to walk as who we really are, not who the enemy says we are. Help us to walk in the life that you died to give us instead of the ongoing stress and strain and anxiety and depression and hopelessness and anger and frustration and impatience. None of these things are our portion. We didn't see Jesus walk like that. So we don't want to walk like that, God. So deliver us from ourselves. Deliver us from our toxic thoughts. Deliver us, Lord, from the generational curses, the ties that bind. Deliver us, Lord, from the demon powers that have ensnared our soul. Deliver us, God, from those things that hinder love. Deliver us, God, from those things that cause us to, to stumble, that, that hold us back, that imprison us in our own minds. God, would you deliver us today? You delivered us from the kingdom of darkness. What more would you not deliver us from? <laughs> you gave us your son. What more would you not do for us? Now that we believe you, now that we're on your side, now that we've submitted to you, what more would you not do for us? If we ask you for a piece of bread, you're not going to give us a snake. You're not going to give us a stone. You're not going to give us a, a no. You're our provider. We thank you, Lord, that you translated us out of that death trap into eternal life. Help us, God, to take on that eternal perspective when the day seems like it's going to crush us. When the problems and the challenges and the stress and oh, the worry and everything around us threatens to crush us. When all of these things that are going wrong. It's like everything that can go wrong does go wrong. Help us, Lord, in that moment to remember what is right. That you delivered us out of that kingdom of death into a kingdom of eternal life. Help us to keep that eternal perspective, knowing that the sufferings that we face in this age are nothing to be compared to the glory that will be revealed to us in that day when you catch us up in the twinkling of an eye. When you deliver us from this fleshly tent, when you deliver us from this, 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 this unrenewed mind, when you deliver us from the snare of the enemy forever, for once and for all, we thank you, Lord. We praise you. You are so good. You are so good. You delivered us once and you'll deliver us again. You did it before and you'll do it again and you'll keep doing it. We know that about you. We know that about you, God. We know how good you are. We know that you love us. We know that you want the best for us. We know that. So we surrender right now all of these toxic thoughts to you. We say these don't belong to us. These don't belong to us. We're going to think right thoughts. We're going to believe right beliefs. We're going to choose right responses. Start the journey in our soul, God, again today so we can see clearly instead of through the eyes of the past. I see that, Lord. Some of you, Jesus, 
The Lord just showed me this. Pay attention. Listen, this is going to deliver somebody right now. This is, this is the awareness that you need to break through. Many of you, listen. This is the revelation, the aha moment that many of you need to break out of the rut that you're in. Listen, the Lord showed me that many of you listening to the sound of my voice are looking at your future through the pain of the past. And it's morphing your behavior in such a way that you don't even recognize who you've become. Because if you look back 10 years ago, you were different. Many of you, you were happier. You were on fire. You were ready to tackle any challenges, but there's been so much pain for some of you. And you're living in a present pain that was based on a past event. And you're looking at your future life, not with a hope, not with a joy, not with an expectation of what God's going to do next, but you're looking at your future through the eyes of the pain of your past, and it's causing anxiety, it's causing hopelessness, depression, worry, and fretting. So, Father, right now, I just ask you to cleanse our lens. Lord, help us to leave the past behind. Lord, deliver our souls from these toxic memories that continue to plague us. It's so subtle sometimes. It's almost an unconscious thought sometimes. You aren't necessarily thinking about what happened five years ago or last week, but it is in your unconscious mind, and it's informing your conscious decisions. And some of you keep making bad decisions. It's like a cycle it started somewhere and you don't know how to make it stop and you're eating the fruit of your decisions and it's bitter. So Father, Father, would you deliver us today from these toxic patterns, these soulish decision-making efforts? Deliver us today, Lord, from the pain of the past. It only exists in our mind. The event is over. It's over. The divorce is over. The death is over. The betrayal is over. It doesn't exist anymore except in your mind and you're giving it life. You're giving it life. You're giving it, you're feeding it. You're hydrating it. You're watering it with your thoughts, your words. Father, help us to starve out the pain of the past, to stop resurrecting it. Resurrection life lives on the inside of us, but you've not called us to resurrect the past, nor will you help us to resurrect the past. You have a future and a hope for us, and we are determined to walk in it. Deliver us, Lord, from these toxic cycles. The past is the past. It's gone. It's over. It does not exist anymore. So help us, Lord, to stop living in that place called the past and looking at our future through the lens of the past and thinking about what they did in the past and it's over. We can't erase it, but we don't have to be slaves to our past any more than we have to be slaves to sin. We don't have to do that. So we make a choice today. We make a choice today. We make a choice today, right now. The past is behind us. We're not gonna look back. We're not gonna be like Lot's wife looking back 
at the past, the chaos of the past, the turmoil of the past, the memories of the past. We're not going there because we don't want to be paralyzed by our past anymore. Afraid to step out into the new because the past has magnetized our soul, pulling us back to a place that we never wanted to live through in the first place. So why do we keep going back there? Why do we keep going back to a place that we never wanted to live through to begin with? Deliver us, God. Help us sever that cord to, to, to just break that tie to the past. Lord, break those chains. No more. No more. No more. We're going forward with a new vigor. We're going forward with hope. And Lord, when we begin to think anything but a hopeful thought, Check us. When we, get it, we, we get it, think anything but a faithful thought, a, a good thought, Lord, help us to catch these thoughts. Demonic thoughts have renewed our mind. We want our mind to be renewed by divine thoughts. So help us, because we can't do it without you. Apart from you, we can't do anything. But we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. So we thank you. We pull on your strength. We pull on your strength. We grab hold of your strength because when we are weak, you are strong. And we can do this. We can start again. We can escape our past. Come on. Lord, we thank you. If you can deliver us from the kingdom of darkness, from doom and gloom and death, from the chains of eternal torment, you can deliver us from our past. I know you can. I know you want to, and I know that you will. So thank you, Lord, today, because nothing's too hard for you. We praise you. We thank you. We honor you, and we adore you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Come on, let's go higher. Yesterday, the Lord began to speak to me about generational mountains, and I never heard anybody say it that way. I don't know that... Anybody has, maybe they have, I don't know, but I never heard it. I heard it from the Lord. Generational mountains. See, we know the scripture in Mark eleven twenty three that says, you know, truly I tell you, you can say to this mountain, may you be lifted up and thrown into the sea and it will happen, right? Those are external mountains. Those are circumstances. Those, that's debt, it's sickness, you know, it's depression, it's strife. These mountains, circumstantial mountains, these mountains are on the outside and you can cast them into the sea. But some of you have mountains, listen, some of you have mountains on the inside. Some of you have generational mountains. In other words, demonic mountains in your DNA. Generational curses is how most people put it is generational curses. That's the way most people put it. But the curse leads to a mountain. It's like a progression. It goes beyond the curse. The curse brings the mountain. Are you following me? Bear with me because I've never shared this before. So where there's a generational curse, there's a generational mountain on the inside. Are you tracking with me? Because we're going to begin to pray. This is not an end all prayer right now, but this is a journey we're going on. The curse allows the mountain to rise up within you. So maybe, for example, there are autoimmune issues in your family. So the curse is there, but the mountain is the symptom. 
The curse is there, but the mountain is the manifestation of the curse. Do you understand? The curse is there. The curse allows the enemy to erect this mountain. That's why sometimes with each generation, it just keeps getting worse because behavior now, it's not just a curse, but it's a behavior that's learned. You grow up in an angry house, you become angry. So, Father, we thank you. We thank you, Lord, that you are the deliverer. We thank you, Lord, that you became a curse for us so that we don't have to be cursed anymore. We are redeemed from the curse of the law. And I see that, Lord. Sometimes, even listen, sometimes after the curse is even broken, the mountain's still there because you have to renew your mind to the behavior. <laughs> Jesus, this is so much deeper than what I can go into today. So let's begin to pray and see what the Lord does, okay? Father, we thank you. We thank you, Lord, that you are a God who blesses. And you're a God who delivers. You're a God who heals. And you're a God who saves. And we lift up your name. And we thank you, Lord, that you died on a cross so that we would not have to walk in a curse. Come on. Father, we thank you. Catch this. Catch this. Father, we thank you that you died on a cross so that we would not have to walk in a curse. Father, we thank you that we have the legal authority by the shedding of your blood to break every curse and cast these mountains out of us. We have authority because of the blood of Jesus, because of our faith in the Son of God, because of the delegated authority that Jesus gave believers. We have the authority to break the generational curses, to draw a bloodline even now. We also have the authority to cast these demonic generational mountains out of us, these symptoms, these manifestations of the curse. Gosh, listen, listen to me. This is what is happening with so many of you. What? Listen to me. Why you keep breaking generational curses and you've broken a, you know, 10 generations all the way back to Adam or whatever. You'd have heard all that. I broke all these, these curses, you know, all the way back to Adam and nothing changes in your life. You're like, well, I guess the curse isn't broken. So you keep going to somebody else to break the curse. And then you keep going to somebody else to break the curse. And you get these things where you read on the internet to break these curses and nothing's changed. The reason why nothing's changed is because the curse was broken, but the generational mountain is still in you. The mountain is the manifestation. It's the symptom. It's what you have to renew your mind to. It's the behavior that, that you adopted for years and years of living under a curse that you didn't know was there. So just because you get delivered from a generational curse of anger doesn't mean that you're never going to be angry again. It means that you have the power to renew your mind without a demonic blockage in the way. Does that make sense? It means that, you know, just because you're delivered of a generational curse of, let's say, uh, whatever, pick one, poverty. When you're, listen, when you're delivered from the generational curse of poverty, you're not the next day prosperous. <laughs> you're not the next day out of debt. 
Just because you got delivered from a generational curse of poverty. The removal of the curse is the first step, but then you have to deal with the generational mountain. You've got to renew your mind to prosperity. Does that make sense? Just because you got delivered from a generational curse of some kind of infirmity doesn't mean that the next day you're necessarily completely healed. It just means the thing that was keeping you from being healed has been moved out of the way. But the mountain, the manifestation of the sickness might still be there. You will then have to receive sometimes your healing or renew your mind or press through or break through. So, Father, would you help us to begin to see especially those who have gone through this process of breaking generational curses and breaking generational curses and breaking generational curses and nothing seems to change, would you help us begin to see the generational mountain, the behaviors, the thought processes that we need to renew so that we can walk in the fullness of the blessing, so that we can walk in the fullness of the promise? Help us, God. Help us, God. Help us see the generational mountains, not just the curses. Shabbat. It would be like somebody that was paralyzed, and now they have new stem cell research or whatever they're doing, and now they can make people who are paralyzed walk again. Let me give you, give me, let me give you a better example. When I was a child, I broke my leg, and I was in a full body cast, not once but twice. I was in a full body cast. You understand what that means? It means from, from my rib cage down, from the bottom of my rib cage down, I was in, in a cast on both legs, and there was a, a cast bar between my two knees so that people could pick me up and carry me around. It was a handle. It was a handle on my cast so that when people picked me up, they could hold on to that middle bar. I was essentially paralyzed. I wasn't really paralyzed, but for all intents and purposes, I could not move. Once I got out of the cast, my legs were withered. They were withered, atrophied. You understand? They were like toothpicks. And I had to learn how to walk again. So listen to me. Just because I was delivered from the cast doesn't mean that I started running a race the next day. I had to do something to rebuild my life. And then after I learned how to walk again, about six months after that, I broke my leg a second time. And again, I was in a full body cast. And the second time was worse than the first. But the second time I had to learn how to walk again, it wasn't as hard as the first time because I've already been through it. Some of you have already been through some hard things. Listen, God can deliver you from the generational mountains. Hope this makes sense. <laughs> don't feel sorry for me. I don't feel sorry for me. It was all part of my experience. It's part of how God used me to continue to overcome and persevere. Don't feel sorry for me. I appreciate the sentiment, but understand Understand, just because the curse is broken doesn't mean everything changes overnight. You still have to deal with the mountain. So, Father, thank you for this revelation. And I'm asking you as I go forth to give me accuracy and examples in the spirit and in scripture to help to continue to teach your people this concept. 
Just the same way when you were born again, you were saved, right? So when you were saved, you were technically delivered from the curse of the law. When you were saved, you were technically healed, right? When you were saved, you were technically delivered, right? But you still had to get deliverance ministry and you still had to renew your mind. If you were 300 pounds overweight the day before you got saved, the next day, chances are you're still 300 pounds overweight. So the curse was broken, but the mountain still stays. Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. We bless your name. You are holy and true. You are pure. You are awesome. You are magnificent. There's nobody like you. Thank you, Lord. This is going to give so many people so much hope when I unpack this because people are walking around saying, well, I broke the curse. Nothing's changed. And they lose heart and they lose hope. Nobody's ever taught them that it's not, I, mean, I don't know if nobody has, but I was never taught that, you know, after you break the curse, there's still stuff you got to do. You got to get rid of the mountain. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. If you want to sow today, you can help me in three ways. You can join my prayer crew, which is at prayforjennifer.com. And some of you, would you please just go over there and just post prayers? Because I don't always remember to do that, but I do see them. Prayforjennifer.com. You can use uh, the text to give. You can text the word pray to 754-701-2161. You can use the uh, PayPal. PayPal is paypal.me slash Jennifer LeClaire, paypal.me slash Jennifer LeClaire. You can sew at Venmo. Venmo is at Jennifer LeClaire. And remember, you're an overcomer, and we're going to deal with those mountains. God bless you. You have gifts. God expects you to use them. If you need training to school your gift, log on to schoolofthespirit.tv. You'll find training in spiritual warfare, prophetic ministry, prayer, seer's ministry, writing, and so much more. Go to schoolofthespirit.tv today. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.